Hi everyone, welcome to the Cult I Left Behind podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Briggs, and I'm here to tell you my stories of growing up in the IBLP cult, which you might know from the Duggar family. And I'm your other host, Kyle Briggs. I'm Amanda's husband, and I have not heard most of these stories before, so stay tuned and we'll all get traumatized together. Okay, we're going to try something new this week. We are going to do a shorter episode about a very specific topic that I've been waiting for. Let us know if you prefer this short episode format. All right, welcome back to the next episode. What do you have for us tonight, Amanda? Well, I figured we should talk about the dangers of Cabbage Patch Dolls. (laughs) Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, did you know... They're a doorway for satanic influence. I did not know until recently why we had to burn the Cabbage Patch kids. I still don't know why we had to burn My Little Ponies. I do know. (laughs) Did you play with any of these growing up? I I mean, I didn't play with them myself, but I, you know, my, I'm sure my sister, I think my sister had a Cabbage Patch doll. Okay, you're probably demon-possessed. Yeah, I don't know that she played with My Little Pony stuff, but I i mean, I was around it, like daycare yeah. and stuff, like yeah. the, the other girls there would have that kind of stuff. So it was like very normal, you know. They're all demon a, possessed for, too. <laughs> for a late 80s kid, you know, to play with these demon dolls, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so I did not know until adulthood why Cabbage Patch Kids were considered a demonic doorway into the home. According to Bill Gothard, Cabbage Patch Kid dolls opened a doorway for satanic and demonic influences to enter your home. And the the cult was super into demon possession and all of that stuff to begin with. But Apparently, (laughs) when you got a brand new Cabbage Patch Kid doll, it had an adoption agreement in it where you had to commit. Okay. You had to commit to loving the doll. Like it was like written in the box or something? Yeah, or there was a piece of paper or something. It was, I'm sure it was just like cute and charming, like, oh, this is your doll. You have Mm -hmm. to love it now. Well, that was idolatry. Oh. Yes. Yes. So committing to love something broke have no other gods before me and loving God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which made them gateways for demonic influence. You want to know how we know this is true. Oh, there's proof. There's a story. There's one story out of the whole cult. All right. We need to take a drink. I'm drinking a vodka soda tonight. What are you drinking? Well, I figured we had to start with these demonic things. So I went with the uh, angel's envy. The, uh, the demonic Cabbage Patch dolls. But you didn't even know what we were talking about yet. I didn't, but I, <laughs> Good all of it, all the cult stuff is demonic uh, stuff. In, in, so much satanic influence. Yeah. So you get your Cabbage Patch Kid doll. You sign your agreement to love them. Kaboom. You are dealing with idolatry now. Mm-hmm. So you've opened a doorway for Satan and his demons to come into the home. And we know this because... Once upon a time, I think in the late, 
oh, I think the newsletter went out in, in the late 90s, but I think that Cabbage Cat Patch Kids had been bad for a while already. But the anecdotal evidence came, there was a mom in the cult who was having, I think, her fifth or sixth kid at home, because at home births are better, just so you right. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doctors they, are evil. Doctors, well... Oh, gosh, that's a whole other story, (laughs) especially about having babies at home. (laughs) Okay. So we shouldn't, like, we should learn how to be doctors by watching doctors, not by going to medical school. But not using cabbage patch dolls for... So this mom who'd had, like, I think five totally normal, healthy pregnancies and at-home births, she was stalled in her labor. I think it had been, like, two days. So the midwife guided the mother, the pregnant woman, and her husband to think through, like, what could be in the home that was thwarting God's oh, will. Oh, <laughs> like the Cabbage Patch doll or... was stalling the pregnancy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so they decided that it was because they were in violation of cult teachings around Cabbage Patch Kid dolls, and they had one in the home. So they went and they threw it outside and pledged to burn it as soon as they could start a fire. And the labor proceeded and a healthy baby boy was born within a couple <laughs> hours. So from that one story, the entire cult had to go burn their cabbage patch kids. And I didn't have one, but my older sister did. I can't remember if we had to burn Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy too. Okay, so Rick, my biological father... In Christ, they decide that we cannot have these demonic influences because obviously horrible things happen to one family in the cult. Therefore, it would happen to all of us. So this wasn't like based off of like biblical stuff. This was just like rumors within the cult. Yeah. That like, oh, this one stalled labor. Was... Well, you shall have no other gods before me. Well, okay. And you had to. Okay. So there is a little bit of like. You had to okay. agree to love your doll. I gotcha. So it was an idol now. Mm-hmm. And it was a god. Before God. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one woman had a stall pregnancy <laughs> so. or labor. Uh, so Rick and Chris announced that it's time to burn. We had one or two. My older siblings had one or two Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. And it was this very serious affair. And the thing about the cult was you weren't exempt because you were a tiny child. You still had to go out in the driveway and watch the things get burned, the things that you loved. It wasn't like your parents secreted them away. It had to be like family repentance in the driveway. (laughs) The driveway is a great place to repent, as it turns out. So so we go out there with like this burn barrel. I don't even know where we got a burn barrel. We lived in suburbia. Well, the outskirts of it. And so we had this burn barrel and we had to place the Cabbage Patch dolls in it and light them on fire. And I'm sure there were like prayers of repentance before God while they went up in smoke. And I think my siblings cried. So then there were My Little Ponies. And to this day, I have done so much Googling. And if you're listening and you know why My Little Ponies are evil, like, please tell me. My seven-year-old heart needs to know why they got burned. But I had so many My Little Ponies, and I loved them. And they had the longest manes and tails, and they came with brushes. Mm-hmm. And I, I would the just brushes. brush yeah. and brush. It was so soothing, especially during cult rituals where you're like three to five or seven years old, and you have to be silent because you're not a child. But you are a child, but you can't be a child. You have to be a silent thing. Hmm. 
you need something to do while the adults are talking about demons and being martyrs for Christ and the torture that is coming for Christians. It is imminent and the end of the world and the Antichrist and the specific ways in which Rome martyred Christians by tarring them, burning them alive. Like you need something to distract yourself. You're five or seven years old. So I had my little ponies and I would brush them and brush them and pet them. And we would even involve them in our family, like my immediate family worship sessions where Rick would play the guitar and we'd sing songs and I would like have the horses act out whatever was going on in the song. Mm -hmm. Well, one day... Working Chris, my bio parents come to me and announce that we have to burn all of the My Little Ponies. Who got pregnant and had a stalled labor this time. I don't know. I don't know. I still don't understand why they were evil. They were so cute and cathartic and probably really helped my complex PTSD that I didn't know I had at the time. So I don't remember if we burned them at the same time we burned the Cabbage Patch Kids or if that was a separate burning. But somehow they were also like demon possessed and allowing Satan to enter our home and probably build strongholds in our hearts, <laughs> which was a thing I we had to draw out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me, let me explain a stronghold in your heart. So we would go to seminars for the cult and there was the part the adults went to and then there was the part the kids went to and that was called children's seminar, I think. And one of the primary lessons was that Satan builds strongholds in your heart. If you open the door to him at all, in any way, oh, including so my little ponies or Cabbage Patch Kids, he could enter your heart and start building strongholds that looked profoundly like castles. Mm -hmm. And so we would be given like this checkerboard, black and white checkerboard piece of paper and then we had to draw the strongholds satan had in our life and sometimes we would build them with blocks or other pieces of paper and we had to find something because satan definitely had a stronghold in your heart kyle so like, you were five but satan was there <laughs> yeah, yeah i definitely know what that is at five so like what so if you have like a black and white checkerboard piece of paper, like what are you supposed to just like fill in all the white spots? Well, like, no, it was the... just like the ground of your heart. Oh, it's like the, the your foundation. Checkerboard, yes. It's the foundation. Okay, so yeah. these are the building blocks of your life that are being infiltrated by Satan. Just the ground. It was called just the, the ground. ground. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then the castle thing was Satan slowly taking over your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> So we had to burn the My Little Ponies and the Cabbage Patch Kid dolls to help remove Satan's strongholds from our hearts. Did you actually like erase that off your paper, or like? Oh, was I there think any, we like, maybe got to smash there? them if we like if we repented sufficiently. I think we got to rip them up or throw them away or stomp on them or something. You didn't do this as a kid? No, no. I did this all the time no. as a kid. I mean, I think if I was burning my little ponies, it was just because I was a little boy and it's just like light things on fire. It's fun. It's tragic. I cried so much. I had to watch them die and like uh, melt. Yeah, I mean, that's a little traumatic. In the fire. Take some my kids little ponies and, and, you know, light it on fire in they front of them. had flowers and stars on their rumps. It was the rainbows that did it. Maybe... Oh, okay. So back to the Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. So 
The leading theory that I have found to explain it is that it was the adoption thing and having to sign your name that you would love the doll, which was idolatry. But then there's this other, there's this second idea, and they were probably both true, knowing Bill Gothard. The dolls had names, and their middle names were demonic names. Like, their middle names just weren't normal names, like... I don't know, a pastor went to a Toys R Us store specifically to see, I found this as an adult, and he was like, the middle names were normal names. But according to Bill, they were demonic names. Okay. And also adoption isn't good. Oh, Per Bill Gothard. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible thing. Why would you want to? Because the sins of the fathers transfer to the children. And if you bring a child into your home without knowing the sins of their fathers, you are welcoming the sins of your adopted child's fathers into your home, which can thereby obviously open the door for more satanic and demonic influence in your home. Of course, definitely, you know. Is this very specifically like the father, or was it just like the mother too, like oh, the parents? You're putting this- way too much importance on women. Women <laughs> do not count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were you doing as a child if you were not tearing down Satan's strongholds in your heart, burning your toys, and repenting before God oh, in your driveway? I was idolizing G.I. Joe. Oh, you are so <laughs> demon-possessed. <laughs> Did you tell it you loved it? What? Your G.I. Joe, because then you made it an idol. Yes. And now Satan's definitely inside you. Yeah. I idolize the Nintendo, too. Okay. What about Pokemon? Okay, so we (laughs) grow up a bit more. Yeah. Pokemon comes on the scene. Mm. Pokemon is Satan. (laughs) Did you know Pokemon is Satan? Cute little anime characters are Satan. I don't know why he was Satan. See, they weren't real good at saying why it was bad, just that it was bad and we had to burn it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Ash was such a sweet character. I don't know any of them, because obviously I didn't want to be demon-possessed. <laughs> so um, we also had to burn, speaking of burning things in the driveway, we had to burn all cassette tapes and records, because remember, this is the 80s and early 90s to mid-90s. We had to burn all cassette tapes and records that had the rock backbeat. What's the rock backbeat? Syncopation. Mm-hmm. It's satanic. It was really racist, too. They said it was part of African satanic rituals. That's where syncopation came from. What's syncopation? Drums or primarily Just drums. Like- to, the, to the cold, it was drums. Drums are real bad. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Did you listen to music with drums, Kyle? All the time. You are so demon-possessed. Yes. You opened, well, first of all, the door for demonic possession, definitely for Satan's fiery darts. You probably have a lot of strongholds. We probably need to draw them. Should I get some black and white checkered paper? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lost cause at this point. I'm pretty sure my first cassette tape was Green Day, so... I didn't know what Green Day was until <laughs> somewhat recently. <laughs> Oh, the last 10 years I mean that's that's fair where the cult couldn't have allowed Green Day or you know anything that wasn't hymns we really liked um, Mozart and Beethoven and Bach 
Oh, and there was one other classical composer. Now, keep in mind, some of these folks are known child molesters, atheists, but they were still better. The musicians. The composers, yeah. yeah. They were still better than... Rock music. Even Christian rock music. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> So even the Christian rock music wasn't exempt just because no, it had it was drums. Evil. Oh, they use the word evil a lot. Rock music was definitely evil. And Christian rock was imitating secular evilness. Mm-hmm. So oh, I see. more demon possession. <laughs> I was so scared of demons growing up. I thought that they literally lurked around every corner. Like hiding under your bed? Like well, we were told that they were... Bed around Mm -hmm. because there was another guy oh gosh what was his name he had a different quote ministry but he saw demons everywhere and then he would come speak at conferences and tell us how to know if there was a demon and he would tell stories about how when he's in buildings and stuff he has to like look around corners to make sure there aren't any demons in the hallway so in my home with one hallway i started looking around the corner to make sure there weren't demons on my way to bed so is this one of those things where like they would incite the fear and then be the solution to that like Mm. would they come back around and be like okay well i can solve this problem burn your cabbage patch kid okay the cabbage patch doll rumors make it far like did that become oh that was the cult norm you can google google bill gothard cabbage patch kid dolls so many of us are traumatized by those memories and it was all burned like you couldn't just throw them away you had to burn them that was a very specific piece don't know why so this so this started in you i would assume like a specific city or a, a church, mm-hmm. and then it ended up spreading, and it became like so. Cult-wide. Yes, so I think Bill Gothard had already been preaching that Cabbage Patch Kid dolls were evil because of the adoption certificate, where you had to say you'd love them. So it that made, was idolatry. It made it from like rumors in in one little no corner so, to like him preaching. It. No, it started with him preaching it. Okay. It started with him preaching it. And then the mom with the stalled labor happened. And then the midwife wrote Bill a letter telling him the story. And then Bill published the letter in, I believe, a 1996 newsletter to the cult. And then everyone who had not yet burned their Cabbage Patch Kid dolls, you know, went out in their driveways and burned their Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's insane. Did the My Little Ponies make it to his level? Oh, yeah. that You can also Google Bill Gothard, My Little Ponies, Pokemon. I think there was one other toy that was bad, but I don't remember. Did he just, like, pick whatever was popular at the time and just decide that was... Maybe. It? Maybe. But Bill said it, therefore, the whole cult marched out on it. And if you questioned it, well, Mr. Gothard has you know, a connection with God and God speaks to us through Mr. Gothard. And yeah. I started going to church at like, I don't know, 10, 11, somewhere in there. And I can't even imagine how you pick out some Bible verse and be like, yep, this is the one that reinforces burning cabbage patch dolls. Like what's, <laughs> 
That seems like a really How big his gap specialty? to like jump. And the thing that drove me nuts as a kid and still boggles my mind as an adult is that everyone went along with it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that no one was like, that seems a little asinine. Oh, no. Pay someone to blindly follow them. Yes. Yes. Pay, pay (laughs) Bill Gothard to blindly follow him and burn your cherished childhood toys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, burn burn toys you paid money for. Well, now you know. If you have Cabbage Patch kid dolls at home, burn them. If you had them growing up, you're probably demon-possessed. You might want to do something about that. And If there's anything going wrong in your life, just find all the toys in your house Something and burn, and burn it. it. <laughs> like, you definitely have something in your house that needs to be burned. <laughs> that is the answer. And stop listening to rock music. Yes. No drums. Devil's Gateway, right there. Well, until next time. Burn everything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that wraps up this week's short episode. We'll be back next week with an episode reviewing the seven basic needs of a husband, according to Bill Gothard, who was never married. So that should be interesting. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Cult I Left Behind. Until next time, don't join a cult. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe, and we will catch you on the next episode.